Well, we're back to another episode of the Pig Wrestling Podcast. The Pig Wrestling Podcast is powered by our wonderful sponsor, Sync Cloud, and it's available in the cloud. Where's it available, Paul? <laughs> the cloud I'm learning, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor to name, but a few and on our Pig Wrestling Podcast blog. The Pig Wrestling Podcast is based on a book by Pete Lindsay and Mark Bowden. It's a simple way to solve any problem and create change you need. So what's that? What's going today then? Have we got any guests on it? Just me and you? Is it uh, who's in the room? We've got we've got some we've got the man club in the house, haven't we? Yeah, we've got man club taking over today, and we've got facilitator Andrew Speed. Hi, Speedy. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Andrew's my Sunday name. Oh, we've got to call you what, Speedy. Is that, is that good? S- Speedy. Yeah, that's good. Speedy will do. So then, where are we going to take this? Because uh, um, Speedy, we go way back, don't we? Um, back M- to the rugby years. days, don't we? Yeah, yeah, many, 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 many moons away, and. Um, and I think a bit of a bit of a bio on Speedy. Um, tell us, tell us a bit about yourself. Thirty-one years old. I've got a, a wife and a, a child, and I've got one on the way. Next this time next week, I'll have two children. So, yeah, uh, I'm involved in the club now to to help people along the way. And, and just to, just for any listeners who are listening um, who don't know what the club is, um, do you want to try and give them a bit of a background in terms of what the club is and, and what you know what the club means to you? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a peer-to-peer support group. Uh, started in 2016 on the back of a, a tragic suicide over in Halifax. Uh, Andrew Roberts took his own life, so his uh, brother-in-law Luke decided that you know he, he didn't want other families to go through the pain and the heartache that they've gone through, and they set up a little coffee club to try and get men talking. Uh, that spread over to Hull. Uh, I, I went down to the club when I was at. I was at a really low point in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think back and put a time on that, but that that's about when we just really started, wasn't it? It was about 18 months ago, was it? Yeah, it was about 18 months ago. There weren't, there weren't many down, lads down there. Uh, I saw a video online uh, of, of, of yourself and, and a couple of my old rugby mates. Dimo. Dimo. The yeah. Swede. <laughs> Dimo, yeah. He, again, another kid I played rugby with, and I thought, I've got to give it a try. You know, I've got, What have I got to lose by going to this club? I'm at rock bottom. I don't know where to turn. And I've seen this this video of a club. I don't know anything about it other than I've seen some of my old rugby mates. So I went down. Fast forward eighteen months. You know, I'm I'm on top of life. I'm you know I'd, I've never felt so happy. So my time now is giving back to the club and and to facilitate that the next man coming through that door on a Monday night who, who could have faced similar problems to myself. So it's just, I just I get from giving. You know, it makes me feel better in myself that knowing that I'm helping, you know, men potentially saving lives. You know, not not potentially, Speedy. You are saving lives, and I think um, it's just been a privilege to be on that journey. So thank you for that. And I think um, you know we have we have simple rules, don't we, Paul? Um, and I said this to you. We said to all of us, and we go way back. And I remember um, you thanking me and saying that I'd helped you. And I was like, I've just opened the door, Speedy. I said um, we have we have one rule that um, if you if this club's helped you. Uh, make sure you show up because there'll be another guy um, out there who, who won't want to come in. And you've done that, and a testament to you, he's gone on to be. Come, is, is your right hand man now, are you, Paul? Yeah, he is. I'm, I'm, I'm gone, aren't I? <laughs> Leon, who? Leon, who? That's what I say now. It's uh, it, uh, but I think today as well, we need to find a little bit about the facilitator, Andrew Speed. Uh, the man behind the, the, the man behind the, the facilitator. The facilitator, yes. Yeah, and I done a little bit of homework during the week. I started to notice this, because you know when you interviewed me the other week? Yeah. You weren't meant to interview me. No. But you started to interview me. Yeah. And, and where did you get that da- that information from? It's quite creepy. No, I can't tell you. Oh, right, okay. FBI. I actually know where he's got it from. 
Yeah. I've got a feeling I know where this information's <laughs> come from as well. Oh, right, okay. He's texting wife's behind backs. Oh. It's a bit naughty. You've <laughs> got to get your information, right? And it makes a story. Oh, okay, it go. makes conversation. Let's so let's go let's with go, it, let's, eh? Let's go. And we all deal in radical honesty, don't we? Find out in a minute, won't we? Well, I know the answers, so I'll know if he isn't. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go then. I'm right. Excited. No, we just um, fa- uh, rewind quite a lot of years, and obviously yourself. You say now you're champion on top of everything, but you have come through and the pig wrestle. You have come through adversity in your life, and you grew up on a council estate. I did, yeah, Bulfrey Estate. It's a, it's yeah. a big council estate uh, over in Westall. Your mum and dad split when you was young. Do you want to just yeah. to enlighten us a bit by that, if you don't mind? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the split when I was probably nine years old. Uh, I was told I was the man of the house, which is you know a lot for a, a young boy to take on, you know. And I, I helped them, you know, my mum as much as I could. Uh, obviously, my dad moved on, and, and you know he, he was he was a violent alcoholic. Was my dad? You know, I've seen some some stuff what no children should should see. Uh, and one thing I vowed was, you know, I'd, I'd never want my children to see what I've seen. So I just, it's made me a better person for for going through advice, uh, adversity. So again, you know, I, all I can do is pass that on to my children. But you actually turned that around, didn't you? When you was at school, you was a bit of a bad lad, but you came out with 10 GCSEs. To be fair, I won't say bad lad. He's a bright spark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, boom. I like that. It's sparky, yes. isn't it? It's sparky. I yeah. was the. Let's just put it. I was the class clown. I was the. Uh, I was the leader of, amongst the group, singing the songs and, you know, leading the lads astray. When I was in the top sets, everyone's squatting down, squatting down, and there's me on the tables and throwing paper airplanes at the teachers and whatnot. And, and what I found quite interesting, I think life's got a, a real good way. And we talk about this, don't we, Paul? Um, a real, a real good way of coming ra- back round and, and um, when you need it. And I remember I played rugby with Speedy when I was younger. I think we played at Ardeal, I think, a few yeah. times. and all his bag, uh, yeah. yeah, his bag. And um, I was well out of shape then. I'm not, you know, I'm probably, I was, I was about the same size I am now. And, and, but was back, only 11. Yeah, only 11. And, and back there playing with Dimo and, and what Speedy might not know, I'm trying to always share, but Sp- Speedy, I, I used to play number 10 tonight. Um, and my job was just to be in that middle and just, Listen to me. I used to always love playing with Speedy because Speedy was just a general around that middle, like a good number nine would be. And what I used to always love about Speedy, um, and it, 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 it shines through now um, in the man club, he'd lead from the front. Um, if, if we needed a carry and we was all blowing, Speedy would take that carry. Um, he was the first one in that line, and he was the littlest at the time, and, and we played with some big kids in that team, didn't we? We did, yeah, um, we had some, some, some big, some big monster lads, lads. Some monster lads, and he was always first and, and always putting the graft in. I think... I think we talk about that um, a lot now, don't we, with our own kids and, uh, like you mentioned there, and, and adversity. I think um, rugby's a great grounding, in, in my opinion. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I got involved in rugby uh, when I was about six years old. Uh, my uncle Steve and my auntie Tracy uh, took me down to Old Boys Club with my cousin Dino, who had a really good career down at West Hull. He's, he's done really well for himself. Uh, so I played from, from a very young age, uh, unfortunately, uh, when I played at West Hull, I fractured a couple of vertebrae in my spine, uh, so that sort of put a, an end to my to my rugby days. But when, when did when did you stop playing rugby? I was about twenty-one. Yes, yeah. so I, f- I fractured two vertebrae in my lower spine, and that sort of put a halt to my career and sort of put me into an early retirement. And I, I wish I'd have stayed involved in game in in the game somewhere, whether I was you know running water on or whatever, because 
one thing when you step away from that team, it's a big loss and it's a big void to fill. And I think that didn't help my problems. You know, I went from being around 20 blokes Tuesday, Thursday, and then away days all over the UK, you know, with 20 top, like your best mates, to literally overnight stopping it, you know. Nick said he was as hard as nails. Uh, well, um, I never saw him. Harder than nails. Um, yeah, that's what he wants. And, 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 and it, well, it's testament Brock Silverberg brain is back. Um, yeah. it, that, 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 that just typifies the, the, the man there. I think one of, one of the bits you, you touch on there, and, and you see that a lot um, you know, in the news around mental health in terms of a lot of professional sportsmen, um, they do suffer um, when they come and they finish playing. I mean, I, I didn't finish playing until about 34, um, and I miss it right now. It, it hurts. Um, and you, you said the same, aren't you, Paul? I mean, in terms of how you got into scouting, it was because of um, your coaching, wasn't it? Yeah, I was coaching for quite a lot of years, and I think you get to a level where I thought I was maybe doing too much, and I had children of my own, so I decided to give up the coaching because it was taken up every night. So, But I still wanted my rugby fix, so I started scouting for Leeds Rhinos before moving on to Wall FC. And I, and I think, for me... Um, it might just because the, the core of Hull was set up, you know, a lot of rugby lads. I was, you know, I set it up around with Paul and Dimo and, and lads and like yourselves come in. Um, obviously, Luke, uh, who set up the main, you know, the, the main founder, um, you know, he's rugby through Paul and through. Professional, yeah, yeah, professional, yeah, you know. Um, and I think um, one of the things is, uh, and obviously we're a, we're from all that way, so we're a rugby town. I think r the rugby sort of mentality and the way we conduct ourselves, um, I I use that every day in running my, my own company um, as a leader. I try and lead like a like a hookwood really, and try and help everybody out, graft when I can do. And, and I think um, we, I think what the world the world's got a lot to learn um, from rugby. If it, if it was as popular as football, I think it, it commands respect. Um, there's a lot of things what are there. I think, and I think for me, one of the things I like about Andy's Man Club, which surprised me, because originally I only originally got involved in Andy's Man Club to give it, you know, to give it some free software. I never ever, um, in, for one moment, thought about running. And I don't know if you do guys know the story actually behind that. Have I told you the story behind that? In oh. terms of um, the Andy's Man Club, was, you know, Hull. I originally with my business was going to give it some free software Google um, that was the idea and give it some consultancy time um, just to put a bit back um, I'd first heard of it around, around um, Roy Bennett you know there'd been an event put on for that and I just wanted to give it some, give something back and um, I got involved because Luke and Elaine asked if I could actually run a club that's what they needed first um, was having problems and they said can I, can I help out and at first I was going to try and use my business skills and try and so, you know, sort the issues out and, and do what I could, but not actually run one. And I remember speaking to my wife, Zoe, and she said, you can't go ask a charity to help it and um, not not do as it says. So fast forward, I come back and helped, and I asked Paul to help me and a few other guys, and we were all forward. And I think for me, um, we've it gives me personally, it's, it gives me so much, you know, we've got the relationships around this room now, aren't we, you know, stronger, and there's countless there's 60 odd blokes plus, weren't they? I think for me, it, it fills that void for me, what rugby left as well. It has that camaraderie, it has that team spirit, it has that we've all got each other's back. What what, what would you add to that, Bailey? Yeah, 100% agree with that, definitely. You know, I come to the club, like I say, to get stuff off my chest, but it's part of my routine now. I look forward to Monday nights, I look forward to seeing the lads that I've, you know, I've met some very good friends from Andy's Man Club. So not only is it a turn my life round in, in terms of, from negative to positive, I've actually got good friends, you know, and it's often 
opportunities like this, you know, somehow rugby mates inviting me onto a podcast, you know. It's yeah, and again, we, we wouldn't be doing that if it weren't for Andy's Wanker, which is crazy when you think of it. Well, we was just talking earlier off air how we did how Andy's Man Club and other bits and pieces have opened up new avenues for all of us. And without Andy's Man Club, none of it would have been possible. And talking about friendships and bonds that year we've formed since Andy's Man Club opened, it's just brilliant. We have 60-odd people every Monday night, 2,000, 2,000 in the last probably 18 months, visits, walked through that door. You can't put a figure on that, can you? You can't put a price on it. No, and I, and I think um, I always like, you know, part of this um, big wrestling podcast um, speeds is um, we try and talk about adversity, you know, and you've talked about yours there, so thanks, you know, thanks for sharing that. And, it, and you know, any guys who are listening, um, you know, it, the power of the club just can't be spoke about, can it? it, it we can't put it into words. Um, you've got to experience it to, to, to like, say, get the, the true grasp of, of what it means to people. Like, see, we're getting 60 blokes through, through the door, but w- people are making it a regular thing and it, it becomes part of the routine because it helps so much. And like I say, there's this friendships on the back of it. We've got people out walking, we've got people, you know, it's just, it's not just one f- Monday night club. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely marvellous and I would recommend it to, to any, anybody. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen, we've been nominated for an ITV um, Diversity Awards and yeah. and I think, um, I think what some d- we went to that today we had like a bit of an Andy's well not a bit we had an Andy's man club uh, meeting didn't we like a little facilitators meeting between us guys didn't we and um, we were checking in on a few bits and I think one of the bits what struck me because um, there's always pigs to wrestle in life <laughs> always pigs to wrestle in life didn't we and um, it, the key is not getting in that pen with them and looking at the back and when we, you know Luke's very good at talking about the radiator and drains and yeah. and the methodology and, and the vision for the club that were there for that one man and then. Um, it's really good that, that the mission and the vision of the club just shines through because when you've got that as a context and different frames to, you know, and you wrestle that problem, I think that really, that, that, that's one of the guiding factors that uh, navigate. But what I want to do is because um, the Pig Wrestling Podcast, we've got we've got the Pig Wrestling Ten Commandments um, that we never told you about, did we? Has Paul told you about this? No. Real and raw. Real and raw. It's kept quiet. It's quite a crafty. I thought you and, so you and him went to like a band of others. Lead facilitators so and he keeps things on me. I'm shocked. I never got. I never got any. Uh, oh, so it's about you now, is it? Yeah. So right, I'm with it. Right. Yeah. So the way this rolls is um, just to start, try and add some value to other people who are listening because um, it's all about value in it. Um, the Ten Commandments are just trying to give it insight and different things. And and do you want to roll with it? These, these, yeah. these are your commandments. You come with these. Yeah. Stato, I'm going to start calling you Stato. Let's go. Let's go. Let's roll. Right, Speedy. Uh, first question. What are the one, one to three books that you have greatly changed and influenced your life? Great question. One to three books, what I've read and has changed my life? Yeah. yeah. 100% The Chimp Paradox, which Leon, again, without the club and without, you know, Leon, I would never have heard of Chimp Paradox. You know, it's it's a marvellous tool. In Dr. Steve Peters to thank for it, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously he wrote the book, but, yeah. but without you guys introducing me to that particular book and the way it's made me change my thought pattern and, and how I do things and how I perceive things. It, uh, that that book, singly, handily, turned my mind frame around. And I, 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 anybody, I would recommend to read it, even if you're not struggling. It's a fantastic read. Yeah, and I agree. And, uh, and I think the reason why I like to ask that question is, um, you know, before the club as well, you want to read, would you? 
in, ter in terms of in terms of personal development growth. Um, and I think what's quite interesting is um, we don't we don't educate ourselves at times, do we? We get we can get quite insular, no. um, and I think that, that's what's quite interesting. Um, so pig, uh, that, that pig wrestling for me as well, and it's going to change speed his life with pig wrestling. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not read that, so that's on my my wish list to read. Uh, is it, any others? I've read uh, the Paul Cook autobiography. You, which you mentioned that that's coming for a lot, hasn't it? I've, I've, it, it totally changed me because sometimes, sometimes you get a perception of somebody, and obviously being a massive black and white fan, when Paul Cook changed from LFC to Rovers, I was bitterly disappointed and quite annoyed. Um, I was wrestling with a pig of um, Paul Cook signing for Rovers, but with the frame you was putting on, with the frame I was putting on, but. After reading his book, I was really sympathetic towards him and really changed my perception of the man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've read the book and I reached out to him on the Andy's Man Club Twitter page, you know, and we had some good good dialogue uh, on there. Just, just for the um, listeners as well, you, you run the Andy's Man Club um, Twitter feed, don't you? Yeah, I run, I run that, yeah. Doing a sterling job, I, I might add as well. Yeah, I'm do we're doing all right. We know we've, we've tripled the numbers and, like I say, I've, I had a good conversation with Paul who, who he did say he was going to come to one group, so... We might get him on the podcast. Hopefully, yeah, get him on the podcast and, and he'll be able to elaborate on on, on his story himself. But That'd again, I would one. recommend that to... Not just to rugby fans, I'd recommend that to, to any... Right, that's good. Um, next question is mine, this one, like this one. Um, what is your feel-good song or music that gets you focused or makes you happy? Oh, that's a tough one. That really is a tough one. I might have to think about that one. Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's yours, Paul? My feel-good song. You change it all the time. It, I, I change all the time because um, I just like singing. I like um, digging to you. I love Deacon Blue. Anything yeah, with yeah, Deacon, Deacon Blue. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't go wrong with that, can you? No. So can't go wrong. I, have, I have got one, and, and I have answered this question in Andy's Man Club when that's been asked. It's, it's Biggie Smalls, Juicy. I, you know, like, I like that one. The guy, again, his story give is... Us, give, us, give us some lyrics, come on. <laughs> yeah, because I've never heard it. Are you seriously <laughs> asking no. me to rap? It was all a dream. I used to wear Word Up magazine. I'll just give you a quick over. Basically, the man went through adversity. You know, he went for, you know, nothing. You know, he was on the street, you know, doing stuff he shouldn't have been and found rap music and basically changed his and his family's life, you know, through, through rap. So I recommend that one, Paul. Give that a listen. And if adversity, you don't know, very topical. now you know, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is a good one. Do you want to go to that one? Oh, yeah. What purchase of £50 or less has most po positively impacted your life in the last six months? Again, the chimp paradox. It cost me less than £9 off Amazon. You know, I've lent it out to one of the kids from club and I haven't seen him since. Uh, but well, <laughs> we'll have to get on that then, won't we? Yeah. Again, like say, that book. Hopefully he's watching this podcast. <laughs> watching, watching it? it? How's he watching it? Or listening oh, to that's it. Right, okay. Yeah. Is it you, you, honestly, you've got a face for radio. Um, so on the back of that, the next one. Um, do you have a lesson um, from a failure of yours? Anything you've learnt from failing? Mm, that's it again. Tough one. Like I say, coming through the adversity I've been through, you know, the lesson learnt is just, just gratitude. You've got to be thankful for the little things in life. And again, throughout the club, we, you know, we've got lads in wheelchairs, and the little things like we take walking for granted, you know. There's lads in the club who are wheelchair users, and, and again, his, his story is absolutely inspiring. So I just look for all the little things now in life, you know, and that's one thing I'll say to to anybody. 
just look for the small things in life and just have a bit of gratitude. You know, all's a marvellous city. We've got some great, great things to be thankful of and we only have to look out the window here. You know, right on the front of the River Umber. Again, if I worked here, I'd never get any work done because I'd just be gazing out the window. And I think I think you you that we always talk about um, coping strategies and tools, don't we, at the club and yeah. in life. And I think for me, gratitude's one of them um, tools where, I, and I read the science on this. I don't know if you know this, Paul, um, being a statue, but the science behind gratitude, it's impossible to be grateful and sad at the same time. Impossible. Um, so I use that all the time. I, when I'm wrestling some big pigs, and we all wrestle some big pigs, don't we? Um, you can just stop and unplug and, and but the the, the the trick is 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 getting to unplug to get to that point. So that's a great point you make there. Um, that was close. Now, yeah, good. Um, what is a favourite quote or saying that if you could share with everyone in the world, what is it and why? Jesus Christ, these questions yeah. are difficult. They really are putting me on the spot. Wow, it's a, it's a ten, ten commandments. Wow. We don't want it to be easy for anyone coming on, do we? I wish you'd have given me these Ten Commandments before I come on. I'd have had it all written out. Real and raw, Speedy. Real and raw. Real and raw. Is it, you're wrestling this pig right now. We're on the spot, aren't you? Oh, God. It is a good question, that there, Paul. A very good question. Have you, where, where have you got these from? The wife. All oh, right, okay. Is, 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 is this your nightly routine? <laughs> you get in, have your tea. Yeah. And sit down. Yeah. So come on in, Mr. Speed. Let's go. Can we come back to that one? I'll have a little think about that. We'll let him come back to that one. Um, next one in the, la- in, in the last five years what new habit or belief has most inf- had the most profound effect on your life negativity I've no time for it before before the club and before meeting you guys on Andy's man club everything was negative I thought about everything negative you know I, I never saw positive in anything and, and that was probably one of my downfalls you know to my own character and now I look for the positive in everything and, and like I said off air you know negativity goes straight over my head now you know obviously life's full of adversity and, and there's challenges and, and we talk about wrestling the pig I get that but now I try and turn a negative into a positive yeah no, and I think we, we, we were sharing weren't we off air and I think put that back up one of Luke's um, great sayings which I love um, the radiating dreams and share that for, the, for anyone who's listening it's basically you, you've, you've got either people who radiate and, and they want the best for you and, and they bring the best out in you or, or you've got or you've got the drains and, and previously I was the drain I was you know I was negative and I drained the, 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 the positivity out of every situation so my advice would be surround yourself with positive people because you become the person that you surround with it yourself the most it may surprise you but talking to your wife oh, um, here we go. since you have been attending Andy's Man Club she said how much of a radiator you are, how much you've become a better husband and a better father and a better person, full stop. Uh, and I think the main bit in, in that, though, I'd say, you know, for the people listening, there's no magic bullet, but the work's got to be done by you, honestly. And, 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 and all of us, I think, all of us, I'm a massive believer in um, personal development. For me, Andy's Man Club's ticked the box for me, which I never thought it would do. It is personal development, it's Andy's Man Club. Um, 100%. And would you, would you say that? Yeah, I totally agree, mate. You know, coming down to Andy's Man Club and, and, and reading books and, you know, it's it, the club gives you the tools. It's what you do with them tools. It gives you the ideas. It gives you, you know, the push in the right direction. But if you're not willing to do the personal development and, and help yourself, then nobody else is, is going to help you. 
we can give you the tools, we can give you the advice, but ultimately, like you say, it's personal development. And I appreciate that the comments from the wife, and I'm glad that she's seen the improvement what others have seen. And you know, it, 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 I don't know if it's just me, but just in that question, you turn into um, like Silver Black for a second, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Right, um, they, they, they keep coming. It's a gift that keeps on giving, Paul. Um, I like this one though. I do like this one. This is this is going to be a good one for me. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself or others at eighteen? And or what or what advice would you would you ignore? Yeah, another tough one there. Uh, the advice I'd give my 18, 18 year old self would be, uh, again, self development, personal development. Put invest time in yourself. Uh, I worked away for a lot of years and and. I didn't do that, you know, I was working silly hours, contracting, shop fitting and, you know, in the click of a finger, eight years had gone by, you know, and I, the advice would be, you know, find a, a, a suitable job that, that brings the best out in yourself rather than chasing money, which I, uh, I did previously. Don't get me wrong, it paid for my wedding, which was a bonus, but... No, but I, th- I think, I think um, in society, and I th- we think with things like Andy's Man Club, it, it is changing out there in terms of... We're not taught at school to go get a job that we enjoy, are we? We're no. not taught. We're taught, you know, with social media and all different things. It's uh, w- you know, the world, and we were talking about this off air, weren't we, in terms of obviously we run a, a Facebook page, so it's Andy's Man Club Facebook groups, and, you know, um, it's very difficult out there at the minute in terms of um, expectations with social media. And, you know, you know my opinion on it is I, I don't wrestle the pig of social media, I, you know. I, I, you can't, you, there's too many opinions out there and you can't please everybody and, and, and all of a sudden you can get sucked in and I think it's quite interesting you know when you look at it is someone, someone put on social media yesterday no one's interested in it so you, you and I, I like the you know the power of now um, you've got to focus on the now aren't you and I think it, it, it's interesting you say that um, what, what's your thoughts on that Paul? I I try and um, step back step back from it a bit like the pig wrestling really because if you suck everything in like a sponge, it'll just pull you in, and f- you'll find yourself scrolling through one thing. Then next minute, an hour of your life's gone. Yeah, I, I think um, one of the questions I'll ask you, because you know these ten commandments was just to get us some topics going but as well. But one of the things I want to ask you to both of you on the spot, because you two are the faces of Andy's Man Club. Um, oh, you two put the graft in along with the other facilitators. Um, you know, and, and you 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 saw everything out. I think what's 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 nice and, and one the other thing I want to ask you is um, the the main thing and I I always discussed it. We and you all have discussed this for years, speed, haven't we? Um, I I always have always said that I'm not the leader of Andy's Man Club. Um, I'm ju- I was just the first guy who turned up and showed up and opened the doors. Um, that you continue to do now and you do and I still show up as well. Um, and I always I, I like to introduce myself as uh, yeah, there's a title of fis- trustee or all these other bits, but we say in the club, don't we? Um, it's for any man. Any man can be a facilitator who's there to p- create that protective environment for that one man. And it's it's. What, what's your thoughts on that? You know, when we were talking about that off air, because we got into a real good topic, and I thought it'd be good on air, really. Yeah, I think uh, we're having more and more lads wanting to step up and, and be facilitators because again, they've come to the club, they've, they've sat in the sessions, and, and and they've improved week on week. And some of the changes and the transformations we've seen, you know. People literally crawling through the door on their hands and knees, you know, th- where the whale's at, at the end, you know, and to see them now, they're absolutely sky high and 
and they want to put back into the club and, and it's great to see it. that can only be a positive you know that that we're wanting more and more people to facilitate these groups and I, I think it's brilliant that these guys that will come on a journey it might have took them a year it might have took them uh, 14 months or whatever but they turn up and they want to facilitate and a facilitator is a guy who makes sure them doors are open every Monday night for the next man coming through them doors and every guy who facilitates that club has got their own little job and we all do our little jobs but it makes it a massive machine I think, I think the best example of it is, is your Nick um, yeah. you, you know, and you know Nick don't you yeah, well, and, top lad yeah, Nick. Nick's been a facilitator of the club for years um, and he's not always there all the time but he's always there for me um, he was there when anytime I asked Nick to get there and open the doors and do anything Nick would do, he'd come running, rain, shine. He made sure that there was someone on that gate welcoming the first cars through. He did it consistently. And Nick didn't want to be known as a facilitator. He, he just wanted to just turn up and put that on there. But to me, that's a facilitator. He showed up consistently and he, he did his part for the club. Um, and I think why, why I think, and this is just a personal opinion, I, I'm interested for you to to have this, you know, to, to push back on this, is... Um, I think Andy's Man Club works um, for one reason um, and one reason only um, is there's no egos there. Um, now, don't get me wrong, it's difficult when there's all different people and different things, but why I think it works so much is we, we've got directors of multinational companies, we've got bin men, we've got people who haven't got jobs, we've got professional sports people, special athletes, we've got a whole range of people and we don't ask or we don't, we're not interested in what someone does or what their experiences are. And for me, one of the most profound things I've taken from that club and continue to take from it is I learn something new every every time I go. There's some, a new idea, a new thing, a new technique. And because I, I see people as people, you know, the person first rather than the person who got this job or that degree or whatever, you know, these labels that, we, you know, we've, we come to think, um, I find it so powerful. So I just wanted to kick that one to you two. Now go on, Paul. Oh. Every week when we get different people, like you say, we've got 63 men through the door this week. I sit there in awe and inspired by every single person that comes through that door because we're all from different backgrounds and we've all got different experiences and we've all got different knowledge, but that's what makes it great because it's a peer, peer support um, brotherhood that we've got. And listening to other guys, I go there and I come away inspired, totally inspired and uplifted. Where Mondays used to be a bit of a bad day, start of the week. Now I look forward to it and it's a massive part of my week. Yeah, absolutely. Mo Mondays, it's a, it's a day of positivity and it's a day to, to kick the week on and, and start as we mean to go on. And like you said, you know, we, we all get sat around in that group. We're all equal. There's no judgment. We're not there to judge what people do. You know, we're there to support each other and like you say when that ball's been passed around it, it's absolutely marvellous and for me there's n there's no else out there like it you know I, I've had professional counselling and you know I've had one-to-one -one professional counselling although it did work for me but not on the level that Andy's Man Club does you know because it's just like I say a brotherhood like Paul mentioned you know Jackson who, who we're going to have on shortly you know I've made a really good friend with Jackson I've, you know we seem to seem to have hit it off, and again, it's it's about making friendships. But I'm not there to judge other people. I'm there to support him and, and help I, him through his storm. And I think I think what what's magical for me on it is, 
I don't know anywhere where we go in, we we're all there for free. We all do it for free. Um, we no mobile mobile phones. They're away. We've got no distraction, and we actually sit in a present for just the sake of helping one another, just from a good place. Um, and I don't know anything else like wh- where that is because no one has to come. We're not professionals. We, and what I see is, like I, I always say this to you, and I say this off air, um, Andy's Man Club hadn't fixed yet. And when I was seen as a leader of Andy's Man Club at Hull, I hadn't fixed yet. You turned up and you fixed yourself because when you used to answer them questions, I didn't answer the questions for you. I didn't give you advice what to do in that situation. That's not my place. My place was to let you express as a facilitator, let you work it out. And then what's magical um, afterwards when we're chatting and talking, oh, I had this problem and I did this, or I read this book and I read that. And what I think is good about Andy's Man Club, it makes you sit. And how many times do you have a thought? We all have negative thoughts, or every single one of us, right? Yeah. And, and how many times do you actually express that thought? I think what's nice at Andy's Man Club is that you express a problem you're facing. I express, I got loads off my chest this week. Um, I was, I've been wrestling some right pigs. And um, <laughs> it, once you get it out, I just feel like everything changes. I, I've got this analogy at the minute where I believe um, emotion is energy. And I believe that um, when we're not expressing our emotions, we get trapped energy. And that's what I, I believe. Um, that's when we start getting depressed because we're not expressing ourselves. And I think when we become um, vulnerable, which Andy's man could make you become vulnerable. You was vulnerable speed when you first turned up. Hundred percent, mate. Absolutely. Wasn't you? Yeah. Absolutely. You turned up, and you continued to turn up, and you continued to be vulnerable. And, and what happened? I believe what I see what happened is that um, you become comfortable in your own skin. And before that, you weren't comfortable in your own skin. And and it's a weird notion. This is you've got to. We talk about putting your mask on first, don't we? Do you want to jump in on that? Yeah, we always say put your own mask on first because. If you don't put your own mask on first, you can't help other people. But what type of mask, Paul? Funny mask, scary mask. Any mask you like. <laughs> and, um, air mask. Air mask. But what I'm saying is as well, uh, going back to Andy's Man Club, and I, if you'd like to say, try and run the club and head it up with An- Andy and the other facilitators, but I'm on a journey myself. I have been for the last eight years, and if I turn up on a Monday night, and I turn around to the lads and say, look, lads, I'm not up to it tonight. I'd like to use the club like anybody else. I know that that club is going to be run as good because the lads that we have are fantastic. Well, it, it just goes to show, doesn't it, in terms of what we've got special at all. And what's nice is we're feeding that back into the other clubs as well. Um, all runs itself. And it didn't used to, but we say it runs itself. It's a lot of work from you two guys. You guys put a lot of effort in, right? A lot of effort. Um but the main thing, what I love about it, and the bit we've got set up is, um, when we have our check-ins before we start, right, are we all okay? And if we're not okay, right, you're in that room, and we can tell, can't we, if we are okay, and you're, you're using that club tonight, get in that room and, and go deal with that. Yeah. And and that's what I think's great, and, and I think we've got a great team there. Now, I want to um, finish, because I want to make sure that we get this um, last question, um, because I like this question. We owes us one as well, doesn't we? It does owes us. So we'll do this next one first, and then we can get back to the quote. So we all at times feel burnt out, unfocused, unenergized, overwhelmed. What do you do? Or if it helps, what questions do you ask yourself? So what do you do, or what questions, or whatever is that best for you? Just repeat that again, mate. So we all at times feel burnt out, unfocused, unenergized, 
overwhelmed maybe um, so what do you do um, to break that cycle first and foremost you've got to find time for yourself you've got to recharge your batteries and <coughs> there, was, there was a great quote what I'd seen on, online the other day it's basically a picture of a battery your phone battery and it's, it's in the red it's going to die but basically it says you wouldn't allow this to happen to your phone so why we allow it to do it to yourself so that, that, that ties up the other question. That's, it's, a, it's a great quote. You put yourself first, recharge yourself. You know, even if even if you go for a, a five-minute walk in a bit of fresh air, talk to someone on the phone. There's, there's so many ways of, of putting yourself first, but my advice is you've got to find that time for yourself because, again, like Paul said, if you're not right and you're not looking after yourself, you can't look after others. I'm speechless. In tell you what, what a guest, what a guest, what a guest. And then I think um, I wanted you to be on more, but you know you got you got your family commitments and you're away, and we will get you back on. I'm um, actually off to Bridlington for fish and chips oh, with well the got family. Where you've got, well you've got to go, and um, <laughs> but we've got twelve we've minutes late. But but we got we got Jackson up next, and yeah. um, it's been. I just want to just thank you, Speedy, for all you do for the club. Um, I think um, also just just thank you for the journey that you know what you've been on, and um, just keep doing what you keep doing. No, I, th- I really appreciate. You allowing me to come on and, and, and talk and, and, and be open again. You know, it's been like a mini Andy's man club. You know, getting stuff off my chest and, and giving people advice. But you know, like I said, I'll be forever grateful to yourself and to Andy's man club. So, thank you. Legend. Right, that's it. Another an, another round of the uh, the Pig Wrestling podcast. And, and we're and checking out. We, we got we got Jackson coming up soon, haven't we? We'll, we'll get him on soon. Get another get another episode out. But I mean, it's been it's been emotional today. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Cheers, fellas. Thank you.